Welcome to Uthology Resources. Hey, tonight we are dealing with seven ways that youth ministry could fail the church. That's right, you heard, you heard me right. And this is going to be an exciting talk, so thank you for joining us. You're joining us in all kinds of formats. The easiest way to find us is for you to go to any of our social media and go right to the link tree. Our link tree will take you to any platform that we are on from our website at youthology.com to YouTube and to iTunes. And uh, don't forget our blog every week that follows up this podcast. So thank you again. Hey, let's get into the topic. What we're dealing with is, to be honest, the sustainability of the church. Really, the sustainability of the church is up to the children's and the youth and the young adult ministry within the church. And so this whole topic of sustainability feeds itself into uh, the success or the failure of youth or next gen ministry. So I'm gonna give you seven ways that youth ministry could fail the church. And then what I'm gonna do, um, I'm, I'm only gonna spend about a minute or two on each one uh, as far as time. And then I'm gonna blog this down and uh, take questions on this for next week. So if you have thoughts and you want us to dig in, maybe we'll just go through a few of those next week, but I wanna, I wanna take those apart in our following um, uh, resource uh, episode next week, okay? So all you'll need to do is, is go to some of our um, platforms, wherever you, wherever you follow us and uh, send me a DM, send me a comment, send me an email, hey, Text me, phone call me, whatever, whatever's easier for you. And then I'll break these down in, uh, in a little more detail, okay? Um, so, hey, let's get to the first one, too. The first one uh, is unhealthy youth leaders. One of the, one of the um, easiest ways that youth ministry could fail the church is unhealthy youth leaders. Because I believe that uh, us... Unhealthy youth leaders create unhealthy youth ministry that creates unhealthy students, youth, and then ultimately uh, uh, an unhealthy church. And if you take that further, that's where I believe the church has lost its place in society. Uh, just that lack of spiritual discipline. And so one of the things that I want to challenge you to as a youth leader is wellness in your own spiritual life. Uh, physical life, social life. You know, we've talked about these kinds of things. The, um, the, the mental health, the, the, the importance of your spiritual discipline is critical to your health. And you creating healthy youth leaders and healthy students and uh, ultimately uh, a healthy youth ministry, okay? Hey, the second way that youth ministry could fail the church is through... Uh, I love this concept of a loss of context, okay? A loss of context. In other words, not understanding uh, our missiology, not understanding why we do youth ministry, not understanding the importance of the context of the teenager or the adolescent, uh, the young adult, the, the high school, the junior high uh, student. When we remove ourselves not just as an individual, but the, the whole 
the whole youth ministry, when we take that youth ministry and set set it into a um, a primary site or a home site, I like to call it a church campus setting, then we lose uh, missiology. We we lose ecology. Okay, the ecology, the study of of uh, groups and how groups relate to each other. Ministry is nothing. Hear me, ministry is nothing if it is not interrelated. You're going to hear that in our in our last point tonight, also. And so, youth ministry has got to get back into the into a neutral site setting, the high school campus, right? Um, the university, the uh, the wells, the context where students. Uh, play and where they pray and, you know, where they do team and where they work and all of that stuff. The youth ministry must not lose context. The third way that youth ministry could fail the church uh, in, in, the, in the future is by um, doing ministry from a mono strategy uh, toward a diverse student. Okay, did you catch that? When we think singular, when we think uh, mono, uh, a mono strategy, I'll explain that, uh, while we are addressing a very diverse student. I think most of us realize that we don't have the same kind or type of student in, in our youth ministry, nor do we in the youth community, uh, that extended uh, group that we want to reach. So... I think it's really important that we broaden our strategies. So let me let me give you a few, and then maybe you could ask yourself the question: Where am I at? Where am I at with that? Uh, here's some strategies. It would be models. Okay, um, maybe you're an outreach person and you're a campus person, and you like events, right? Or maybe you're the opposite. Maybe you're discipleship. And you're relational in, in the sense that uh, you want to mentor and do spiritual formation. Small groups. Okay, those are that would be maybe two strategies on the opposite ends. Okay. Uh, what about uh, groups that like to mix or put several strategies together? I think that's where the health comes from. When you can say, okay, I come from this brain, I come from this focus, I really wanna reach students in evangelism, but then you have to realize, man, I gotta disciple them too. Uh, it's not just about uh, student converts, it's about student discipleship, you know, disciples, right? So learning to bring a, a multi-strategy that addresses a diverse student. Okay, so we'll get into that more. Next week, maybe we can field some questions on that. I have, I have some great thoughts on it, but I want to at least get these out to you this week. The fourth way that we can, um, uh, uh, where uh, youth ministry can fail the church is this loss of uh, the, I, I like to call it the rookie and the veteran uh, relationship, okay? The rookie and the veteran relationship. There is something about longevity and when we lose youth leaders at that 10 to 15 to 20 year, you know, and those of us who've been serving 30 plus, this is my 35th year in youth ministry. When we lose that influence, we lose a stabilizer. 
We lose a, a experiential part of youth ministry that, that can only come over time. And I love to sit with young youth leaders who will ask me the questions that uh, maybe they just haven't seen yet. They haven't experienced something that they're going through yet. And they know that I have. Uh, that, that's, that's a, that is such a validating uh, uh, question to me. When younger, you know, rookies in five years and young men and women who've been doing it a shorter time say to me, hey, what have you seen? And I get calls like that every week. Every week I get a phone call from a youth leader and asking me something that's more experiential that they just haven't seen yet. It's, in, it's within their capacity to function uh, that way. They could probably figure it out on their own, but to have that uh, relationship with a veteran and a rookie is, is I, I think, critical to the growth of youth ministry in our country. And so I wanna challenge the veterans to not isolate yourself, to stay with youth ministry, to uh, put yourself back into, recreate yourself and get yourself back into ministry and find that uh, fatherly, grandfatherly relationship with the rookies. And rookies, I, I wanna say to you, uh, to reach out to somebody in your area, an educator, a longtime youth ministry vet, somebody that's been doing this for a while. Uh, you know, it, it could be a teacher in, in the local school or a coach that's been there for years and they can help you with uh, your adjustments and things that need to happen. The fifth thing that we can do, um, uh, that youth ministry can do to fail the church is to do poor ecclesiology. Poor ecclesiology. Now, what is poor ecclesiology? I think you know that the ecclesiology is the study of the church. The called out ones, the study of the saints and how the saints do church and how we do discipleship and how we do outreach and how we do community. All of that uh, forms our ecclesiology. And what happens is we start beginning to see this loss, what, what is called generational loss from the middle school and the high school student who have not been formulated and grounded in theology and uh, move off out of the high school ministry, right? And then they're lost. They haven't been connected to the church. They haven't been in other departments with the church. They've not been sitting one and serving one, right? It's sitting in a service and serving in another service. They have not connected with other leaders and interrelated um, discipleship in the church. And so they get off into college and they haven't had a place where they can bounce off their questions and their theology. And the church really was only a thing they visited and they never became involved in. And so we have this poor ecclesiology when youth ministry does not involve the students in the whole church. And so I, I really want to take that apart. Man, there's some great ways that you can connect the church uh, to the youth and the youth to the church. Here's one. Something as simple as having the lead pastor come into the youth service, having students take, do a takeover in the, in the, uh, on the weekend services. So, you know, just kind of flipping the pulpit that way and having a little fun with that. So there, there's way more ideas too, okay? Um, let me get to number six. The, uh, uh, another way that youth ministry can fail the church is to lack supernatural leadership. Supernatural leadership. It's no, it's no, um, it's no hidden fact that 
millennial and Gen Z sets, okay, the, the young adults, the high school students and the, and the middle school students, young adults and teenagers, are drawn to the supernatural. You know that. They are drawn to the supernatural. There are no less than 33, 33, 33 movies out right now that are uh, themed supernatural. Uh, movies and television shows, you, you, they're all over. And so this is a critical approach to teenagers. We are going to fail the church if youth ministry is not walking in the supernatural because then we're not attracting and we're, we're, we're not building this relationship with a supernatural generation who's very comfortable with this. As a matter of fact, I think our world is familiar with the supernatural, but the church is foreign to the supernatural. And so we've got to really work on signs and wonders and our faith and walking in those kind of things in our everyday life, um, and not just in the church, but uh, in the community, in the marketplace, outside of the temple, where most miracles took place, right? So we'll go there. Well, I, I, I want to uh, talk about that. And uh, man, there's so many ways we can do that. Let me hit, let me hit the last one. Um, the last way that youth ministry can fail the church is to not have a proximal, okay, a proximal relationship or human relations um, interrelated between, between the church, the teenager, the community, and their home. All four sectors, okay, beginning from their home into uh, the teenagers themselves, into their community, and then the church. All four of those sectors are critical that youth ministry has a voice in each one of them. That, you know, I like to call it sometimes neutral site settings where we're off the campus of the church and we're into the community setting where the students work and play and, and, and all of that, where we're doing human relations in the church, doing human relations in the community, doing rela human relations in the, uh, in the teenagers' lives. And then doing human relations at the home level also. This is so important. So I hope this has been helpful. Number one, the way that we can, let me just recap those seven, seven ways that youth ministry could fail the church. Number one is um, unhealthy youth leaders. Number two is a loss of context. Number three is this mono strategy, trying to approach a diverse student. Number four is a loss of the... Um, volunteer and the, the veteran youth leader relationship, so critical. Uh, five, poor youth leadership ecclesiology. Poor ecclesiology and study of the church and interpersonal um, relations between departments and, and all of that. Uh, number six is that lack of supernatural spiritual leadership that we can bring and um, the future of the church that way. And then finally, number seven, is the uh, a, a loss of the um, proximal relationship or proximity in all of the sectors of a teenager's life. So again, thank you for joining us. All you got to do is go to our social media, hit the link tree, and you can join us at YouTube, you can join us at iTunes, you can join us at youthology.com, and you can read, you can listen, and you can watch all of these episodes Thanks again, and for joining us for Youthology Resources every week right here on all kinds of platforms. 
uh, for you, okay? Raise the level of youth ministry in America.